friends. You're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Well, hey there, and welcome back again for another week of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren, and I'm so glad that you're joining me for another episode. Today, I want to talk to you about a pet peeve of mine. I don't do a whole lot of ranting, especially online, because I don't really think that anybody necessarily wants to hear your rant or wants to hear you complain about anything really online. But today, I want to talk about something that really grinds my gears. We're going to talk all about the bad information that I see about Etsy all over the internet and how you can look at things with a critical eye in order to make sure that the person that you're listening to or the advice that you're following is legit. I actually wrote out this podcast episode and was going to record it during the open phase of my course in June when the doors were open and people were enrolling, but I held off on recording it and releasing it because I didn't want you guys to think that the ulterior motive behind this episode was just to show you that I'm the person that you should follow or that I am legit and you should only listen to me because that's really not my motive. Um, So I wanted to make sure that this was released during a different time when I was not in the middle of promoting my course and having that open. So I actually had posted on Instagram a few weeks ago about this topic because it drives me nuts, but I ended up deleting it because I just felt like nobody really wants to hear negativity or I didn't want it to come off as being negative. And then I also felt kind of bad because I have a few followers on Instagram who actually had watched the videos that I posted and fall into the category that I'm talking about of basically being Etsy coaches with very little experience. And I'm using the term Etsy coach very loosely in this context. So even though I really shouldn't feel bad because I think that what they're doing is kind of crappy and they shouldn't be doing it, I still do feel bad because I don't like to be a mean person and I don't want to be a mean person on the internet or make someone feel like they can't chase after the dream or build the business that they want to build. But today I want to talk about this because I cringe every single time I see it, but I see people who are just buying into it and it really does drive me crazy. There's so much bad information on the internet, like seriously, so, so much. And it's only getting worse and it's only going to continue to get worse because, hello, it's the internet. And there are basically no barriers to entry and no like real quantifiable 
qualifications that are required to declare yourself an expert and try and build a following of people who are following your expertise. This is true about Etsy, and it's also true about every other niche on the internet. But today we're talking specifically about Etsy. But this is the internet, so it is what it is. But I want you to be equipped as a consumer and as someone who I'm assuming wants to learn about Etsy because you're listening to this podcast. So I want you to be able to have that critical eye and know what to watch out for with people that are dishing out advice or building a following or declaring themselves the expert so that you're not totally led down this path that's not going to end up getting you anywhere and actually could end up costing you a lot of time and money because it's really bad advice or they are very unqualified to be giving advice at all. Which brings me to the first thing that you should look out for if you are considering hiring a coach or joining a program to move your shop forward. The person that's leading that program or course or offering one-on-one coaching or whatever should be selling on Etsy. If you're looking for advice about selling on Etsy, then the person that you're getting advice from should be selling on Etsy. And not like they used to have an Etsy shop or they have some other kind of shop like an Amazon shop or a Shopify shop or they used to work in buying for a commercial department store or they have some history of working in marketing for a shop. If they're not selling on Etsy currently, they can't give you advice about selling on Etsy that's up to date and current information. It blows my mind the number of people who are offering programs that are supposedly coaching you to build and scale your Etsy shop and they either have never had an Etsy shop at all or they don't currently have an Etsy shop and the only thing that they sell is their coaching program to coach you about an Etsy shop that they don't have. Etsy, like so many things on the internet, is a tech platform. Tech is changing all the time. From week to week or month to month, there are new updated aspects of Etsy that change and evolve and are constantly updating. Recently, I would say things like the new way of having the shipping labels print out have changed, which we talked about in my Facebook group when it happened, and Etsy stress on the free shipping and the ways that they've pushed it for your shop and the impact for shops in the future, which we've talked about both on this podcast and also extensively in my Facebook group. Um, you can actually watch the replay of that Q&A at creativemomboss.com slash shipping changes. It's posted there for anyone to catch the replay later. If someone is not currently selling on Etsy, but they're teaching about selling on Etsy, they don't have access to that most current up-to-date information about the behind-the-scenes part of selling on the platform and being a seller. They have to wait until their students or the people in their group or whatever ask them questions about this new thing or tell them about the changes because they don't have that firsthand information. It would be the same as me looking for someone who teaches a course or a program about running Facebook ads, but then the person who's teaching the information tells me that they don't run Facebook ads for their business anymore. Uh, okay. Or they told me that they used to run Facebook ads to their business, but now they don't because their business is successful enough without them. Okay, that's awesome for you, but 
they are selling the information about running profitable Facebook ads, but they're not even doing that work themselves. So it becomes kind of circular where they're not even doing the thing where they're selling the course about doing because they've been successful enough selling the course about doing it that they don't have to do it anymore. But you can't trust someone who's not doing the thing that they're teaching about, especially in technology. I think that if you were just teaching somebody a craft that doesn't change, like say you were teaching somebody about embroidery and you were teaching them how to make an embroidered quilt, that's not going to change and that's not going to update that much. So I could maybe potentially record a video about teaching somebody how to make an embroidered quilt that even if I stopped quilting, I could still sell. But with technology, it's so different because it's changing constantly. The algorithms are changing. The search engine and the optimization for that is changing. Social media is changing. The internet is different than just this stagnant skill that you learn one time and then you never have to really update your skill or learn more about it. Ultimately, I think the best that you can expect from somebody who's not actually selling on Etsy is to get very general marketing advice, not necessarily Etsy specific, but just marketing as a broad idea. And while there isn't anything inherently wrong about having a coach that coaches you about marketing, it's a misnomer to claim that that's about Etsy if it doesn't really cover Etsy specific ideas because that person is not really an Etsy expert. And if it does cover Etsy specific things, but that person is not an Etsy seller or they're not an Etsy expert, well, it's just kind of misleading. So I want you to have that critical eye about where the person is coming from when they're selling a program or they're selling their services as a coach and what their background and their qualifications are in teaching you. Not everyone who claims that they are an expert on the internet is actually an expert. And While I like to believe in the integrity of people in general, and I believe that most people are honest and they want your best interest, they want you to succeed, the fact of the matter is that not everyone is honest, unfortunately, and I don't want you to be somebody who falls prey to that dishonesty especially when you are in the very early stages of building your business and you don't have a ton of revenue coming in, that money is so hard earned. And I don't want you to fall into a situation where you are spending money on a program or coach or a review or a critique or whatever that's not going to get you the results that you want. So you may be wondering like where this is even coming from. Why am I even broaching this subject? I normally like to keep things really, really focused on Etsy tips and tricks. And like I said, I don't like to rant and hopefully this is not coming off as a rant. But the reason that all of this started and kind of the reason that this was brought into my mind and the forefront of my attention to make this podcast episode is because I was perusing Pinterest about a month ago looking for a couch for my living room and I came upon a blogger who blogs about Etsy and selling on Etsy and optimizing your shop and all of those things. And so I went down this little rabbit hole of looking through her stuff and what I ended up finding from her blog and her information that she has is that she's been selling on Etsy for less than a year and she has right around 100 sales on Etsy. 
Now, if you are brand new to Etsy, maybe 100 sales sounds like a lot to you. And I am not here to tell you that 100 sales is terrible or that you should not be proud of those 100 sales. Everyone has to start somewhere and it is certainly a start to building your Etsy business and you should be proud of those 100 sales. But I think that the idea that you have somebody who has been doing something for less than a year and only has 100 sales or even if they have 500 sales or whatever, and they've declared themselves to be this Etsy expert. And so they are now giving and selling advice about Etsy and advice about how to market your Etsy shop and how to grow your sales on Etsy. It's extremely premature when that person has only had 100 sales. When I started Creative Mom Boss, I had right around 10,000 sales on the platform and had been doing it for about five and a half years. And I struggled with the idea of, and I still struggle with the idea of positioning, positioning myself as this expert on this topic, even though I was running a six-figure business on Etsy and it had been hitting the six-figure mark for several years and was bringing in tens of thousands of dollars a month in sales. But then to go and establish yourself and say, well, I'm the expert and you should listen to me was a little bit hard for me because I felt like I'd only been doing it for five years and I still have a lot to learn and I still feel like I have a lot to learn. I don't think that that feeling is ever going to go away. And I honestly don't think that it should go away because as an entrepreneur, I think we should be lifelong learners and always updating our information and learning how to do things better and learning newer marketing, better marketing, and just engaging in that dialogue of learning and bettering our knowledge and constantly moving forward. So it blows my mind that there are people who do this for, you know, like a few months and then they have no problem declaring themselves an expert and selling the information, which I'm sure is information that you could basically find in the Etsy handbook because they don't have enough expertise to know anything that's special beyond the very basics of getting their shop set up, which again, I'm not like dissing their hundred sales. That is a great start, but it's not somebody that's in a position to lead you to have success on Etsy or teach you how to market your Etsy shop when they have so, so little experience in the field. I feel like it would be the same as me going to somebody for marriage advice who had been married for like a year or two. That's not to say that that person won't end up being married for many decades and that they'll have really valuable advice to have a relationship that has longevity and all of that, but they're not there yet. It's nothing personal and it's nothing to be ashamed of. They just don't have the experience in the topic to be an expert that's giving advice about it when they haven't lived it yet. And it's the same thing with these very early, very new sellers. They may end up being wildly successful on the platform. They may end up having tens of thousands of sales on Etsy and truly being an expert in the subject matter, but they're not there yet. And the idea that they will jump in and declare themselves an expert from the get-go makes me have major red flags about the quality advice 
of advice that they'd be giving or even be able to give. Honestly, it is so hard for me to talk about this topic and I have avoided the topic for a while because I know that there are so many people that have trouble getting started in a business because they feel like they don't have that expertise or their own self-doubt holds them back from getting started. And I would place myself firmly in that category. It was very hard for me to go out on that limb and to start this business because that self-doubt and that negative self-talk is telling me that I shouldn't chase after this, I don't have the expertise or whatever. So I know that that self-doubt is alive and well and I feel it and I don't want you to think that I'm sitting here like all high and mighty in my podcast recording closet feeling like I have all the answers and nobody else has any answers. That's not true. I don't have all the answers and there are people who I learn from and follow who are farther ahead than I am in building a business and I encourage people all the time to chase after those dreams and to build that business that they're dreaming about. But you have to do it from a place of honesty and integrity and not just duping people into giving you their money. So my second tip, if you're looking for a coach or a mentor or a program that you're going to join, whether it's about Etsy or not, is to make sure that the person that you're following and listening to and receiving advice from is actually ahead of you in where you're wanting to be in your business. They should have already gotten the results for themselves that they're promising for you. So if they have 500 sales in their Etsy shop and they're telling you that you're going to be able to make a full or part-time or consistent income on the Etsy platform, it's a little hard to wrap your head around them knowing how to do it because they're not even able to do it for themselves yet. You can't teach someone something that you don't know how to do yourself or you're not doing for yourself. No matter how much research you do and how much time you spend reading articles from other people on the internet, If you don't have that personal life experience of your own to add, you can't really add anything to the conversation that's new because you don't have any evidence or experiments of your own. You're basically just able to regurgitate advice the other people have given, which as a consumer, you shouldn't be paying for. It just kills me to see people who are relatively new in their Etsy business buy into this idea that someone is selling who doesn't have the expertise, the experience, or the knowledge. And the person is just taking your money and selling you this program that's not really going to help you. They're not trustworthy and they're not qualified to be in the position of releasing a program like that or to be offering advice on the subject. And oftentimes the programs are not cheap. I've seen courses from people who've been selling on Etsy for like less than a year and they don't even have an Etsy shop and they're charging $400 or $600 or $800 for an Etsy course and they don't have that expertise. They're not in a position to talk about what they're talking about. But people are buying it because they want help and they're desperate for help and they're hoping that this person will provide them that help and that advice and that expertise, which it doesn't end up doing. And maybe you're just sitting there thinking, Lauren, you are just a hater because you sell your own program and you're mad because these other programs are your competition and you want to be the only person in the market. 
Well, obviously, everybody wants to be the only person in the market because that would make business exponentially easier. So I'm not going to pretend like it wouldn't be awesome if there were no other Etsy coaches out there. But really, I'm not mad about having competition. I think competition makes you better on Etsy or off of Etsy anywhere in your life. I think competition always pushes you to be better and more thorough and to just do a better job. I think it helps you to find your messaging for your business. It helps you to narrow down your niche and it helps you to connect with your dream customer and dive into where your expertise lies and how you can help those people to solve their problems. So I am not mad about having competition. I can handle that. If I couldn't handle it, I would not be able to hack it with any online business. But what I can't handle is having people in the online space selling advice or selling this false dream that they're not going to be able to get for you because they're not qualified to be teaching or they're declaring themselves an expert in the field when they don't have that experience. So that brings me to my next point. When you are looking for a coach or a mentor, they should be really upfront about their experience and where they are in their business. I have seen countless Etsy coaches who seem to be like really shady about linking to their Etsy shop or talking about their own Etsy shop or talking about why they're qualified to be teaching this to you. Oftentimes, if you're on your website, you can't even figure out at all if they even have an Etsy shop and they don't advertise their link to their shop or you can't you can't figure out exactly what their background is. I know that some people say that this is because you end up getting traffic that's not engaged with your shop, which I can see that. If I link to my Funky Monkey Children's shop on my Creative Mom Boss website, I end up getting traffic to my Funky Monkey shop that's not actually interested in buying any monogrammed baby gifts. They're just checking it out because they're checking me out and doing that research on me, which is fine. But you should be checking me out. So I don't think it's simple as just saying that I don't want that uninterested traffic to be coming to my shop. Because I think that as a consumer, you should have a right to look into what I'm doing, what I'm selling, how long I've been doing it, and all of that. It I think it makes you seem really sketchy if you're avoiding having people come to your shop or you're just not really upfront about what you're selling or how long you've been selling or what kind of sales and success that you've had. And again, if you feel like they're kind of sketchy or they're being sketchy in the way that they're pushing themselves and pushing their ideas you might not be able to trust them and trust that they have the experience and the knowledge to lead you in the direction that you want to go. My next and last tip of advice about hiring a coach and finding somebody that can mentor you in your Etsy shop progress is that there shouldn't be this big secret surrounding the fact that they're selling something. And they should be upfront about what they're selling, what they're offering, what kind of investment you have to make to be a part of it, all of that. One of my biggest annoyances with the online market space is that a lot of times you can't even figure out what somebody is selling or if they're selling something or how much it costs. I have filled out applications before that just I thought was maybe an interest form or I found a program that I'm like, this is it. This is a perfect match for where I'm at in my business. This is going to take me to the next level. I like this coach. I trust her. She has the experience, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Nowhere on the application is there ever any information about what exactly you're getting into or how much it's going to cost. And then you fill out the information, you give them all of your contact information and spend time answering these questions and whatever. And it ended up costing, this is actually a specific example that I'm thinking of, um, the program ended up costing $10,000. And I was in no way, shape or form in a position where it made sense to spend $10,000 on coaching, even though I thought the program sounded great. But if I would have known from the get-go that it was going to be a $10,000 investment, I never even would have filled out the application because I could have told you from the very starting point that I did not have $10,000 to spend on this program. So I don't think it should be this big secret around the fact that they're selling something and around the fact that they had a paid program. Now, I am not saying that to say that I don't think that paid programs have value. I absolutely do think that they do. And I don't think that people should be offended by the fact that people are selling information instead of getting it for free all the time. I've actually had this feedback in my own business, um, sort of a pushback, not often, not often at all. But occasionally I will get a little bit of pushback about selling information rather than, well, why can't you just answer my question for free? Or why can't you just tell me the answer to what I'm asking you? It's a difficult position to be in because a lot of times I do know the answer or I do have an answer for the person. But if I give away all of the information that I know and I just one-on-one coach you all the way through for free, it is incredibly time-consuming for me without any sort of financial reward. And there are a lot of times that I give away free advice and free tips and just like this podcast and my Facebook group and my emails, there's a ton of free information out there. But I also have costs associated with this business. So it's not just a hobby for me. And if it was a hobby, it would be a very, very expensive hobby for me. So I am not hating on people who are selling programs. I do have my own program that I sell Etsy Roadmap to Success. And I think that there's a ton of value in paid programs as long as the person that you are following and the person that you are listening to has that experience. They have, they are where you want to be. They're ahead of you in business. They are an expert, an actual expert in the topic that they're talking about. And they're trustworthy and transparent about what their goals are and having you sign up for the program, what the outcome that you should get from the program is and all of that. I'm sorry if I get a little bit worked up about this or if this podcast is coming off as being negative or self-promoting for me and my program. Normally, I like to keep things totally on the up and up and give you guys advice that encourages you and builds you up and helps you. And I hope that this does that as well, sort of in a different way or on a different topic. But I hope that this podcast episode has provided some clarity for you because I don't want you to be taken advantage of and I don't want especially the new and inexperienced Etsy sellers to be investing this time and this money into advice that's not going to get you the results that you need and um, is not going to allow you to move your business forward so that you can continue to grow. I have been there 
in those early stages of business and, you know, making a two or three or four or $500 investment is a lot of money when you don't have a business that's bringing in a huge amount of money. So I want to equip you to make that decision with all of the information that you need in front of you. Once again, I hope that this podcast episode has been helpful. If you want to continue the conversation and you want to join in with a group of right around a thousand other Etsy sellers who want encouragement, they want to ask questions, they want that community that you don't necessarily get when you're working from home by yourself, I would love to have you join my Facebook group. You can find it at creativemomboss.com forward slash Facebook, and I would love to see you there. Until next time, once again, I hope this information has been helpful and I will see you soon back here next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.